This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Cook County homeowners in the north and northwest suburbs should brace for sticker shock as their property tax bills arrive. My colleague Kristen Schorsch reports the majority of Cook County homeowners will have bigger property tax bills this year. But the north and northwest suburbs got hit particularly hard, according to Cook County Treasurer Maria Pappas. You're going to have a whole lot of people in the north suburbs who are going to be screaming, shouting, and hollering. And you then say, excuse me, excuse me, look at your bill. Did your school district go up? Did your park district go up? Did your college district go up? Okay, what went up? This area was recently reassessed, and the tax burden shifted from commercial property owners to homeowners. Their median tax bill climbed nearly 16 percent, the largest hike in at least 30 years. If your home flooded this past summer, today is the last day you can apply for federal assistance, according to my colleague Amy Chin. Cook County residents whose homes flooded during storms in June and July have until 1059 tonight to apply for disaster relief. That would come from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA. The agency has already granted over $250 million in assistance to thousands of renters and homeowners. Residents can apply in person at one of seven disaster recovery centers. They can also apply online at disasterassistance.gov or by calling FEMA's helpline at 800-621-3362. And Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is issuing a disaster proclamation to help communities in Cook County recover from last month's torrential rains and flooding. Severe storms that swept through the area in mid-September knocked down trees and power lines producing heavy downpours and flash flooding that led to widespread property damage. The Illinois Emergency Management Agency says local resources have been exhausted, which is why state and federal help is now needed in recovery efforts. A Chicago City Council committee is planning to vote today on buying land on the south side that includes a vacant Jewel Osco to develop a migrant shelter. My colleague Tessa Weinberg says the city wants to buy six and a half acres in Morgan Park that includes the former grocery store. Albertsons, which owns the property, is proposing to sell it for $1, according to the ordinance. Neighbors expressed opposition to the site being used for a migrant shelter at a community meeting last month, Block Club Chicago reported. The site was being eyed for redevelopment into housing and retail by a nonprofit. The land sale would still need approval from the full city council. Striking Ford employees are returning to work after the United Auto Workers Union reached a tentative deal with the car manufacturer. NECA Malone had her first shift back at the Chicago assembly plant this weekend. The production worker is glad the new contract is set to offer Ford employees more protections. It gives hope that we'll have job security, that we'll have a living wage to be able to take care of our family, that we'll have time off to spend with our families, and that we'll be safe from EVs, you know, electric vehicles that are coming in. The UAW also reached a similar contract deal with Stellantis this weekend. 
Under the tentative agreement, the carmaker will reopen a plant in Belvedere, near Rockford, and build a new battery factory. Some quick things you should know before today's weather. Chicago police say a shooting early Sunday that injured 15 people took place at an unsanctioned Halloween party at an art studio in North Lawndale. The suspect allegedly fled and was taken into custody near the party. According to City Hall, there were 12 mass shootings across the United States this past weekend that left 11 people dead. Tomorrow, an emergency assistance shelter will open at the Young Men's Educational Network for those affected by the shooting. A man accused of murder, attempted murder, and a hate crime in an attack on a Palestinian-American woman and her son is scheduled to appear in court following his indictment by an Illinois grand jury. 71-year-old Joseph Juba is expected to enter a plea at his arraignment today on eight counts in the indictment filed last week. He is charged in the fatal stabbing of six-year-old Wadea Al-Fayumi, and he's charged with wounding the boy's mother, Hanan Shaheen, October 14th. Authorities say the victims were targeted because of their Muslim faith. Today, there is a freeze warning until 9 a.m. in central Cook County, with sub-freezing temps as low as 30. Otherwise, the high is in the low 40s. And tomorrow, there's snow expected in the evening, with temps reaching the high 30s. That's it for now. Later today, if you haven't been to the Garfield Park Conservatory, you're missing out. When you come in off of the street outside, you know, you enter this 20-foot ceiling and the, the view and the, you know, first impression is just overwhelming. My rundown co-host Aaron talks with the president of the Conservatory Alliance about one of the most stunning botanical gardens in the world. That's this afternoon. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.